1: Welcome to another episode of the Big, the Big Interview podcast.
0: AB, do you still have your matter daddy that from back in the days? With what? what? The whole like the whole matter daddy. Do you still have that matter daddy? Yeah. Matter daddy. Yeah.
2: Y'all are looking at me it's crazy. Been years.
3: What? Yeah, I can look it up.
2: Matter daddy. What is a matter daddy? Nothing. What's wrong with you?
0: <laughs> Nothing's a matter. <laughs> Big
2: boys neighborhood,
0: beautiful day in the neighborhood, ladies and gentlemen. He is back in the neighborhood. Okay. It's got all legendary up mm-hmm. in here. Be real. Welcome back to the neighborhood, man. Well, thank you for having me man, back, sir. It is our pleasure, bro. We uh, Jose and I, we rolled to work this morning, bro. I got a playlist that, like, when when it comes to Cyprus, bro, you know I'm a fan first. You know what I'm saying? Right. I was a fan before I even got into radio. So I still listen to you guys, like even right now, we are out there talking right and and not to sound crazy. I was like and I'm pretty sure you had the same feeling. I was because I could tell. yeah, I was like, that's B real. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like as long as I've known you and as many times that we sat down and as many times as I've seen you in the show do shows, I'm still like, damn, that's B real right there. And we were coming to work and I was like, man, b-real is an amazing lyricist thank you and then we started breaking down just early production too like even like the first album man that first out al- that just sounds like
2: y'all were already so professional you know i think it's because we had so much time to work on it you know that first album was probably crafted like in a in the time span of five years. Mm. You know, we 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 came up with a set of demos, then those got stolen from uh Muggs's, you know, Muggs went to New York and he had a bag of all the discs, the floppy discs. Yeah, that he man. Was we had to from. carry like hard copies. Yeah, and someone stole that. So we had to start all over at the airport. He gets there, he sets the bag down to give one of the homies a pound and a, you know, quick hug, and someone scampered got the off bag? Damn. Got the bag. Man. yeah. So, you know, we had to start over. And at that point in starting over, I think Muggs had a better idea. You know Did think, you
0: ever think back then, how do we make this magic again? Because even then that sounds magical. That sounds like, you know, and y'all
2: never lost it, but that sounds hungry. You know, I think I think what what Muggs was able to do with that and like having the, the great memory that he does and like you know, the ability to push it into a different place, right? I think that just made him a little bit more... It gave him a little bit more fire. And for for Sen and I, we were just like, all right, well, you know, if we got to do it again, we got to do it again. But this time we had a better understanding, you know, because we had already done that set and they were cool, but it wasn't necessarily what turned out to be the first first album. Mm. You know what I mean? So um, I think it was a blessing that they stole that bag and made us start over because who knows if it would have like had the impact the same way because the songs were slightly different. There. Really? What was on there though? There was uh a couple of joints that uh I think there was one called the LA strongest and it's a cool demo song but right. like an album song it wouldn't have been but it. But was it voice...
0: songs that ended up coming to the album?
2: No. Oh, really though? I think there was only maybe two songs from that from that first uh from those that first run that actually got reproduced.
0: You was about to say something and something you was about to say something with your voice.
2: Yeah. Okay. So like songs like the LA Strong. There was one called Getting Funky and one called LA Strongest. And they were dope. Like Sen and I had a, a cool little style to it. Sen Dog sounded amazing on it. I sounded like my voice was trash. Like I was rapping like the way you hear me talk right now so it was like a deeper version but it wasn't cutting through any of the tracks the style was there the lyrics was there but right. like it was not cutting and mugs was very real to me about it you know because we're brothers you know what i mean and and we put our egos aside when we work and i've told you this a couple of times where he was like yeah yo you got to do something about that voice or we're gonna have to have you just writing for send Dog."
4: Damn. I was like,
2: okay. And
0: that's early on. You're like, all right, yeah. tell me how you really feel, Muggs. So, so mellow. Because you know Muggs <laughs> usually holds his tongue. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. He's notoriously known for that. Oh, you know? yeah. Hey, man, so getting into the voice, and we've had a chance to talk about this before, man, where, of course, your, your rapping voice and your speaking voice, there's a difference. Definitely. And at one point, you did rap in this tone that we're hearing right now. Right. As you just explained. Yeah. Tell us the story again, how you went from this voice to what we hear
2: from as B-Real, the artist. So, you know, all of us on the Cypress block. Because you can still hear you. Yeah. Yeah, you know See, what I'm there, There's little, little tones here and there. But uh, us from the Cypress block, we were always fans of big East Coast hip hop and all that stuff from the early days, you know. And there was this artist named Ramel Z mm-hmm. who used to rap like this here. But in the middle of his rap, he'd go way up here. You know what I mean? And Melo and I were big fans of that. So, like, sometimes we just be messing around. You know how you do when you're listening to a Run DMC song. You're yeah. rapping along like you're that. Like, even when like we hear Cypress,
0: ra- we go, Oh, I could just kill him, yeah. You know,
2: we do Sin. We right. do you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Same thing, right? So, we're doing Ram LZ, and, and uh, Mello and I were messing with it a lot. So, like, he he, he wrote the original version of Real Estate on the first album, oh my Mello. Oh, God, bro. So, when we did this... We're, like, kicking that style, kicking the verse, and he's like, why don't you do it in the Ramel style? So I try it, and it sounded crazy. I didn't think they were going to like it, but I was like, well, if, if this is me staying in the group as a vocalist, I'm going to try it. <laughs> yeah. And fortunately, Muggs loved it. He was like, okay, let's do this again, and then we're going to try that on this song and this song and this song, which was, I think, Hand on the Pump, oh and then God. eventually Kill a Man – and those were like the first three songs with the voice, and so uh, early on, hand on the pump,
0: killer man, like that's those are the first like original real songs. Is, real estate real was estate. the first. Now yeah. with
2: real estate, and you say um, Mello wrote, he he uh, Mello wrote because we would trade off. Like right. I wrote two songs on Mello's, uh, I think uh, Escape from Havana. Mm-hmm. I, I wrote two songs. It, it's either on the first or second album. Where I I wrote uh, "Babalu Bad Boy," Damn. I think, and uh, no River Cubanos and and one other one, um, or Tacapella. It was Tacapella and River Cubanos that went on his that uh, his uh, one of his albums. So in trade, he writes me Real Estate. In Real Estate, the the version he wrote goes on the album. The but I wrote a different Got it. but I wrote a different version for the single I didn't know real estate was going to become so none of us knew real estate would be one of the singles we had like six singles off that first one Who album. wrote the you ain't flamboyant part. he did Ooh. <laughs> he, he wrote he that. wrote that whole verse yeah he wrote that and so like what Can I you did, kick
0: that just the lyrics
2: what, for me on that one if I could remember it because I'm, I'm used to doing the video version the video the single the single that we yeah. put out we put Send Dog on the single. We we rewrote the song so that Send Dog had a verse on it cuz on the the album he he's not on it. So mm. if it was going to be a single, we wanted Send Dog on it. So I rewrote my first verse t- for it to make sense in the style that that I was running and uh then I I I, I uh wrote Send Dog's second verse for that. And then the rest of the song. So I just did a rewrite. Same style, same cadence. But I just sort of recrafted it for me that that I wanted to be comfortable kicking it. And then we were doing a a single with it. So uh, how's it go? Um, Because it's uh, a lot in there, bro. Yeah, it's a lot. And it's a song we do a lot. So I'm like. (laughs) (laughs) What's happening? Yo, it's time to hurt us, sorta of like murder. Any punk coming on the hill out of order, I ain't a hater. But if you're a spectator seeking to find the toys with no fle- flavor, see, I'm talking about those with vocals ain't coming off with the, with skill to kill at will, but awfully dumb. Of course, some didn't know the power of the last flow. I slow up, flow up, blow up. Those way,
0: those hey, way, man, pros. Can what? Can you with go from flamboyant?
2: Do you remember that you ain't? Yeah, fl- yeah, that part. Okay, so the reason I like i stutter on that version because that's his version it, mm-hmm. on on our single version it's a different version it's so uh, and i'll get to that part it goes uh yo it's time to hurt us sort of like murder any punk coming on the hill out of order ain't a hater but if you're an instigator i'll break your ass off with the help from the beta talk about those with vocals ain't coming off with skill to kill at will but awfully some tum- of course some don't know the power of the afro i slow up fraud blow up those way pros up with my stupid radio cut, and then oh, it goes into the rest, and then it goes uh, into the second verse. You ain't flamboyant, a toy boy on it. Ain't paid apply for under B-boyment, but there's no help on punks, so keep looking. Ain't surprised you got your girl hooking, doing that doulo, but you still can't do no damage, homes because you really can't manage to handle a gang. Running like Randall, funeral arrangements, whole lot of scandal, hectic, dialectic, funk Buddha, vocalictic, accurate shooter, duck down, homes hit the ground, that's what you get when you f*** with the brown, dog, sentence coming to the mound, Latino from Cyprus rips the compound.
0: Hey man, <laughs> real estate, we were, this morning bro, we were rolling in and I was like man listen to this, listen yeah. to this man.
2: We, you know, and that was obviously inspired by mellow because Mello was you know a lot of people don't give him props like right, they did, but his writing ability and ability to come up with a different ortho unorthodox style and so that that was like uh that was like the first cypress hill song that that actually mugs felt was like yo this is this is a song we need to build off this and so, yeah, real estate. Salute to Mello. Hey, man, and hand
0: on the pump. And when you say that was a song that you just started to voice with, how I could just kill a man. Like I say, man, those sound like dudes that were just professional. I remember the first time I, I met someone from Cyprus. And it was I remember I was in the studio with Booya Tribe. Yeah. And Booya Tribe introduced y'all to me as Cypress Hill Tribe.
2: Yeah, first, yeah.
0: Yeah, man. And he was like, oh, yeah, you know, you know, really. Cypress yeah, yeah. Hill Tribe. Yeah, yeah. And so were for was that a split second? Was it something that y'all were known as, or was it more when you was with Booyah?
2: Nah, it was something that we intended we to call ourselves, you know what I mean? Like, the, when we were making our first uh, promo hats and stuff like that, we had Cypress Hill Tribe on it and the whole deal. But, like, you know— we had Booyah tribe, tribe called Quest. We felt right. like we didn't want, you know, to. We Be felt another there was tribe. Yeah, too many tribes. <laughs> right. So yeah. like, let's just go with Cypress Hill, and you know, we we took the tribe off of there. But uh, you know, with Booyah, we were always brothers like that so you know they always looked at us like the cypress hill tribe was there another
0: name before y'all fell on cypress hill well it was dvx right
2: yeah you know before we even before we were even doing our demos we were just you know showing up at backyard parties and getting on the mic and who was
0: that at the time
2: that was uh mellow man damn send dog uh t funk from the funk dubious damn and myself and sometimes there was there was this other female rapper that that uh, we grew up with, her name was Mademoiselle Freak. That was her name. Her, her name was what? Mademoiselle Freak. Yeah, right. <laughs> Appropriate we, for the name, we, especially because it was like in the late '80s yeah. with this type of thing. When it was, you know, we were just fans of it and like, you know, trying to do what you know these other dudes were doing. You Amen. know, and she could rap her ass off though. Like, I, you know, I'll, t- I'll tell you that. Like, I don't know if she was ever going to get anywhere with it, but like, out of all of us, she was pretty. I polished hey man was the Cypress Hill album Cypress Hill was that really
0: nineteen ninety one or am I tripping
2: yeah the self-titled that's uh that's ninety one we released it in ninety one again it was like a five year you know time span of working to get to that album to 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 get what we thought was gonna be the presentation like what so Hugs is like. that
0: before chronic yeah and that's before what's my name? Yeah, that's crazy. I remember with Paul Stewart, man. Shout out to Paul Stewart as well. I remember Power Move Promotions, man. I remember just when I first and, and I told you the story before when I first got like Funky Feel One, and Funky Feel One was the A side, and and we would I had a hip hop line called What Up, so we would do like gifting and you know packaging yeah. and giving stuff away, man. And I remember when I took Funky Feel One. I thought Funky Feel One was amazing. When Thank I you. flipped that over and I heard how I could just kill a man, I was like, "What the f-
2: are these dudes on?" <laughs> that was the one that 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 propelled us. to Oh yeah, man. Because as cool as Funky was, uh, Funky Feel One, because I liked that song too. Mugs did an incredible job of the production. Mm-hmm. That was our first single because Sony. Well, it was a double A side, as you know. It, but they, they chose that as A-1. A let's just right, call right, it A-1, right? And uh, they thought, well, because we can't put out a single of these guys talking about killing people, let's put out this funky feel one joint and maybe that goes right. And it was slow. You know, as cool as that song was, and, and as much as we might love it now in comparison to back then, it was slow going for us. It wasn't until, like, the mixed DJs in New York can't remember who was the first they flipped it and they start rocking it and then it starts trickling down to other mixed shows and then eventually down here and that's when it started to go because i think just the style of the production of that song and then our voices Mm. bouncing off of each other in in the way that it was the i think it had an impact like the way when 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 we first started hearing public enemy it was just something so different than all the other stuff we're like oh damn yeah, and man. I think that that effect we had. That's what I was first. telling Jose
0: this morning, man. It was like bomb squad. I was like, man, the way that you heard Keith and Hank and, yeah. and you know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. The way sounds were coming in and out and it was yeah. noises. I was like, man, that's what I said. It sounds, it sounds so polished from the beginning. Yeah, we're Mucks. celebrating 50 years of hip hop. Yes. And this crazy, man, that professionally y'all have been involved with hip hop for over over half of
2: it. it its existence yeah we got two anniversaries popping off for two for the for two of the kids right uh black sunday right which is uh is what 30 30 years old this year and Damn. uh and uh cypress hill 4 which is the sleeper album my favorite out of all of them well when people ask me cypress hill 4 is always my favorite that one's 25 years this year as well so you know hitting the milestones, cause I mean, you know, as artists, when we growing up doing this, I mean, cause we're growing up to this, right? <laughs> yeah. Then eventually, this is something we do. You know, as a young artist, you don't expect like thinking down the line, oh my, I'm gonna be around 25 years. Yeah, man. You're 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 lucky if you get to be around three or four years, especially right. especially back then, cause the game will chew you up and spit you right out. Yeah, man. It, you, if you ain't built for it, no matter how talented you are. You know, just like gum, gonna chew you up and spit you out. Yeah, once the out.
0: flavor's gone, new piece. Yeah, hey,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey
0: man, and it's crazy because you didn't have the power of social media back then, yeah, and no. you had to show up. Right, you had to show up. You had to show out every show. You had to make sure you had the same energy. Every time now, you know, e- even with recording, you couldn't always say, "Hey, move that over there." Yeah, no. And just punch me in right here to move that <laughs> over here, and double. You know, it was like I used to love to hear the tape, the two inch yeah, tape,
2: the <laughs> tape yeah. and
0: when it stopped, like those those are a moment now they got it on where you can hear it on, like I think yeah. something digital. But yeah, it was it was a different kind of work ethic too. Oh, Do yeah. you remember the first time you heard Cypress Hill on the radio?
2: Yeah. We were bugging out. It's like every movie you see, you know, like the five right, heartbeats. Yeah. You know how they're they like tripping out. <laughs> you know, we start getting calls. Hey, we just heard you in the mix, or we just heard this and that. And like, well, damn, I ain't heard it. Yet. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, why well, keep missing it? <laughs> yeah, how come yeah. I keep missing it? But I remember. And that's when you
0: would sometimes get home and it'd be a message at eight o'clock. Like, man, they playing you. Like, oh, they played that at eleven yeah. yeah. thirty. Yeah,
2: yeah, and you know, so I, I missed it for for a minute until <laughs> I didn't. You know, and then, you know, it, it felt crazy because it's like, you know, you do all this work and you don't know if it's going to go or not. Right. And no matter how much work you put into it, you just don't know. It's a gamble. You know what I mean? And, you know, here in here in uh a in, uh, Man in the mixes, that was a big deal for us because we were big mix, mix show kids. I mean, right. we grew up off the mix shows here, starting with the K-Day yeah. a mixed master show salute to Tony G and Julio and all the, all the guys M walk and, and the rest Gemini oh, yeah, and Gemini, you know, Joe Cooley and all those guys, we grew up to that. And, and so, you know, when, when, when the Baker boys come over here and, or go to power and they, they do the, the Friday night flavors, another mix show. And we're like living with this. Right. So, we come from that mix show culture. So to hear Killer Man on in the mix yeah, for the man. first time, we are like, you know, we didn't really care too much about what Funky Phil one was doing. We are like, yo, Killer
0: Man's in the mix. Hey, man, and then that was like you guys. Like y'all never, even from, from rap superstars to rock superstars, no one ever looked at Cypress Hill like, man, what are they doing? That's goofy. Like even y'all Hollywood star, y'all got that at Cypress Hill. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like y'all didn't go out and start doing things. We were like, man, what the hell is going on with them guys? I'll, I'll when you, it was
2: easy to do that. I'll tell you what, you know, like, we took some chances and stuff like that that we knew that hip-hop purists wouldn't get down with. Right. And we were purists ourselves, so, like, we're taking big chances doing these other things, like, you know, like getting down with, with the with the heavy style of of you know hybrid of hip-hop and metal or or rock or whatever it is alternative um you know but our fans were always so open-minded I think they were as open-minded as we were about music you know whatever we were going to try out as long as it didn't sound whack right 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 some way it was dope even though it was maybe slightly different because that happens some you know like some things will go over the head of your fans or just people in general like yeah oh, that's cool but whatever and you know they're on to the next bit right but our, our fans have accepted all the the evolution and some of the chances we took now you know you don't win on every right everything you do and as an artist that hurts right blood sweat and tears for real but this builds character big right you know what I'm saying this this helps this gives you fuel to like okay i took an l over here I, you know we're gonna like bounce back and we gonna learn from our mistakes over here and i mean i, I think that's that that's why we've, we we're still around doing what we do because we've been able to like figure out what works for us and avoid the things that don't mm-hmm. and to know and have have a faith in our fan base that they're gonna get what we put down even if it's something different as long as it's dope if we feel it's dope we're gonna put it out there if we, if we don't have confidence in it It doesn't go. And that's just the way we've always been, you know? When did you know that Cypress
0: Hill So-Called made it? Because I'm pretty sure it's small things when you say, man, the mix show. I remember seeing you guys at the Roxy. Yeah. And it was just people that was diehard, like those of us that just knew. And I remember y'all came out and y'all did a show like y'all had been performing and doing clubs or shows and venues for years like you y'all hit your vocals you know sin was on top of his mugs it was like a whole the first time i saw y'all was an introduction to what people still see today right and that was a live band a live group really putting on a
2: real live show yeah do you remember what that night felt like yeah you know um it took a minute for us to get to that point, you know, because we, we didn't know what we were doing. We rehearsed a lot, but we didn't really have a direction. You know, right. the, the only things that we had to sort of feed off to give us an indication on how this is done is, you know, Muggs had shows with 783. So he had a little yeah. bit of experience. Um, Send Dog had been doing hype man work for his brother, Mello. some years so they had a little bit of experience (laughs) I didn't have any right right and uh so we'd go to to these other shows like public enemy shows uh leaders of new school day La, digital underground and I'm soaking up all this stuff and mugs took me to these places so that I could soak it up and say this is how we got to do it it's got to be on this level or we ain't doing it and so, you know, it took it took me to see some of those things and then the trial and error of the first three to four years of going off of energy and not necessarily being polished yet. And then I think by our third or fourth year, we started really snapping in on, like, okay. When I saw y'all the, at the Roxy, what year was that? Like, how many years in was that? I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Uh, but— but by that, that time be. we had an, enough shows under our belt. Really? Yeah. By that time we had enough shows because I mean you know we man, were. Man, doing- I changed my whole hip hop history. I thought <laughs> I was early, early. I was yeah. man. Well, I mean it's considerably early, you know, because we've been around thirty yeah, some yeah, odd yeah. years. But you know, yeah, That's you know, crazy. It, it it took a lot of like I don't remember like some of our first shows were you know with Naughty by Nature we we sort of were like trying to figure out. How you build this set list to get these people on this roller right. coaster ride? You know what I mean. And it was it was tough going that first that first run because like the naughty heads they were like all about naughty. They didn't even, they, they did not care to see us. Right. You know what I mean. And then y'all so, come out. They're like, who the f is this? And then and then when Killer Man flipped, and then it was in the middle of this tour. You know what I mean. When oh, Killer Man wow. flipped, um, then we start seeing you know the rah rah yeah type of. You know, reaction. And hey, stuff man, like that.
0: I remember being on the road with Farside when Passing Me By flipped. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? And I remember we were somewhere, man, and Trey was doing his verse. I'm shooting for her heart. Got my finger on the trigger. She could be my broad. And he put his mic out. And the whole crowd said, and I could be her. You know? Yeah, I, yeah. And I, we were like, I remember me, Suave, everybody. We looked at each other like, oh, yeah. because we were on buses. right? You know what I'm saying? It wasn't yeah. like satellite radio. If you didn't pick up anything, all you, so you don't see the success. yeah. And then when you go to a radio station, of course they go, oh man, we love your song. You know what I'm saying? But you're not sitting there seeing if they're playing you 50, 100 times a week. You just move on. But right. the crowd
2: let them know. That's the indicator, yeah. Yeah. Like when they're singing, you know, your joint, and you, and you don't, you're not prepared for this. You do that, they're like, bringing it back, and like, oh, damn. Right. <laughs> Mission um, next words, like, Muggs, you see yeah, this? Yeah, I mean, that's 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 some of the stuff that we were encountering, like going to Europe for the first time on our second album because on the first run, you know, we didn't go to Europe. We were doing all these shows here in the States, like trying to build our name and, like, build a name for us as a, a live act, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And uh, so we avoided Europe that whole first two years or whatever. And uh, when we get out there for Black Sunday, that was the indicator. Different. We we get out there, and they know the songs, and they're singing them back to us, and we're yeah. tripping because this is a brand-new album. You know, it re- it released there. It it was obviously releasing in the States around the same time, and we're like, when we're calling home, we're like, hey, man, um, or they're telling us, so some of our homies, hey, man, there's lines around the block. We can't even get into a record store to buy the album to support i mean and they're saying it's all for your album and we're like yeah man it was it's something we didn't get to see so these days it's it's the gift and the curse with 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 all the platforms and the social media and all that stuff because one of two things happens you see it win and you're like oh hell yeah i'm winning like look we doing numbers this thing's going and sometimes you see the failure. It's right? like, oh, man, this ain't going, right. damn. And, and But sometimes the, the the so-called wins are deceiving, though, because, you know, with, these days you see some of these artists with a billion streams, and a lot of that is bots. Mm. You know what I mean? And they're not actual people. Yeah, and man. And they don't get that part of the game. You and know?
0: you just said it, like, when you say your homies would be in line, that, there was a difference between somebody going out Copping a hard copy.
2: Hard copy. You know, and yeah.
0: and you don't see in stores anymore no. and lines wrapped around the block and yeah. people coming with your album to sign it. You know, it, it and it's a different space now. And as we're celebrating 50 years of hip hop, these are the things, man, that I don't want people to forget,
2: like how, yeah. how true that was. Those things connected the artist to the fan base when you went and did those in stores and did the hard copies and, and signed those actual hard copies the, you know in in this time the digital age has has sort of swept that out because yeah. how many record stores could you go to go do an in-store at a side amoeba right you know what right. i'm saying so that they sort of pushed that that to the side and I, I don't think they were realized they were doing that but it's just something that that it evolved into but (laughs) some of us still do meet and greets but it's not like an in-store right right it's at a show or something now yeah you know unless you decide to press hard copies to have available at that meet and greet like so if you know you're gonna you know um do like 100 signatures or or 100 people are coming in, you know, to have a hard copy right. present for them. Some artists still do that. Yeah,
0: now they're collector's items and you know it. Yeah. As opposed to buying it and it became a collector's item. Yeah, they don't item. even got a CD player to play. <laughs> yeah, it, man. hey, you man, I saying? remember, I can't tell you how many times. I remember one time, man, I went to go get my car washed, right, and they stole my Cypress Hill CD oh. out of <laughs> yeah. out the car. Bro, you talking about doubling back on some ignorance? <laughs> man i doubled back and, and it's crazy as we talk about how long the staying power has been i know be real that you've seen people that you'll go to a particular country or a state or whatever yeah. and you've seen people that was like oh man i have a kid yeah and, and now the kid you know what i'm saying like yeah. you've seen people at multiple shows that you've probably grown up
2: with yeah yeah man so there was uh okay so when we were doing smoking grooves right Mm -hmm. we did this particular this particular smoking grooves with public enemy and uh i think erica badu it was that lineup and uh we did all three smoking grooves people thought that it was our tour but we were just like anchoring the 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 show right like they would get others to to be the headliners but we were always the co-headliner in the spot no other group did all three years. We were the only ones, and so was Smoking Grooves, y'all. Well, people thought it was, yeah, hell yeah, but dude. it was. I think Paul Talette. Okay, I, I right? for sure thought. Um, so we, you know, we got onto this thing where like we're gonna be very interactive with our fans. So we asked for a for a an autograph signing space where we can have a booth there. We'll have all our promo stuff. It's not gonna have any merch. We're not gonna sell anything from it we're just going to be available to the fans so we'd have lines of like two three hundred four hundred people well these festivals are running just come right before our set we'd be you know doing this thing and uh you know <laughs> chuck d was on this and he was one of like my idol right like like yo chuck we got this autograph sign booth come get down with us over here and uh decided yeah you know because he's a people person and he Mm -hmm. likes to see what people are doing as well like what other artists are doing how they're engaging their fans and whatnot and uh so he came in there saw that signed autographs with us and uh you know there was this one girl to come to your point right that she was pregnant her and her man came and her man knew that i was a priest in ifa right um a what a priest in the Yor- Yoruba religion. Really, of though? Ifa. Yes. Don't th- say that like... Like,
4: yeah. <laughs> like.
2: And just move on, bro. Well, I thought you knew. Man. Uh, but so she, they asked me to pray on on her belly, you know? And so I prayed on her belly, and Chuck was tripping. He was like, I've never seen this in hip-hop. And truthfully, I, you know, I I've, had I've done like three or four of these, but, you know, it happened in front of Chuck. And so... He remembered this throughout his time. He was like telling this story to other folks. <laughs> hey man, I tell you, I was with Be Real, and this couple came, and and because uh, he was there, he saw it. And so we're doing Profits of Rage all these years later, and we go through that same town in Texas, and we're about to do the show. But a few hours before the show, I get a DM from that from that lady. Wow, just like hey, I don't know if you remember this, but years, you know, at Smoke Grooves. me and my husband came and asked you to pray on my belly well i'm here with my husband we're still married and we brought our 18 year old son who you uh, however old he was we brought our son that you prayed over to the show i showed chuck this and he was blown away by it and (laughs) and uh yeah you know that's (laughs) amen but that's the relationships that people build throughout
0: the years bro you know, you, you can't buy that. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't buy that. And I think that's the reason why also, you know, you guys continue to eat off of hip-hop because y'all did hip-hop and rock so well, and y'all gave it to everybody, you know? And it's not one of the things now where it's like, oh, okay, you know, nobody is really living off of so-called royalties. Yeah, You know, they ain't no record sales that mm. just keep you in the game. So it's about staying on that road. And the one thing... With you, uh, Snoop, Q, Wu Tang, you know, when, whenever, you know, Fuji's come around or White Clef, there's just a, a Red Man, Method yeah. Man. There's just some people that you know I've seen multiple times and I know that I'm gonna get a great show.
2: Right. All the time. We don't go through the motions, man. Nah, nah, man. We're very competitive in the sense that. You know, if we're if we're playing the co headline spot, you gotta come on after us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're gonna make it hard for anyone. Right. Even if we love you, we're gonna make it hard because that's, that's I remember that's talking with Cube one time, he said, I don't mind going on.
0: You know, it's about the person that's going on after him. Right that's gonna have I, I remember yeah. one time and I won't say the artist or the group name, but they pushed their we got a headline, we got a headline, we got a Ooh, headline. Yeah. And it came back to me and it came back to others. And show enough, man, when the co headliner got off, the headliner couldn't live up to it, no, bro.
2: Yeah, you gotta have and that show. <laughs> they the, just start yeah, walking off. Yeah, for us, we look at it two ways, right? If you got us in the the, the headline spot, you know, we're we're looking at what everybody else is doing and we're like, okay, mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna bring it. That we're the we're the hammer to the nail. Right, right. right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And when we're in the co-headline spot, we're gonna make it hard for whoever's coming after. Yeah, man. You know, now it's it's not in the attempt to make them look bad. It's to elevate them to make you know to right. make them come and bring a show. Now it's right. up to them to do that. Just like it's up to us that if somebody that we brought on in their co-headlining and they kill it, like let's right. just say a Red and Meth, right? Because we've done shows with them where they play before us, and it's like you got to follow this, right? Yeah, man. But we're confident that we can follow almost anyone and deliver what we do and and get that reaction. Now I've seen it. Now, I could say that's 95% of the time because there's some nights you're not going to win. Right, right. You know what I mean? That, That crowd just ain't for you. Yeah, man. You know, or maybe the reaction that you expect ain't there. So you may say, oh, man, we didn't get one. They got it. And you have to take two things into consideration. If it's a festival play,
5: I was about right? To say.
2: And the the doors open at like twelve, and you go on at like eleven, right? How much energy yeah. is left people in people? That t- that's
0: what I'm about to say <laughs> people can get
2: tired, bro. Yeah, a summer a summer festival, most especially. Yeah. Now, yeah, man. So you could chalk that up to where, like, okay, I didn't we didn't get the reaction, but that's because they've been on their feet all day at this festival, and that's it, right? You could use that as an excuse. Oh yeah, I would sometimes. definitely
0: use that. I wouldn't blame it on you know, me.
2: When it's a show that's indoors and it's specific start to start like eight, eight, eight <laughs> five yeah. groups. Your co-headline comes, it kills it, and you have like that. Okay, let's just hurry up and get, get yeah, this yeah. over with, type of thing, because we ain't getting the reaction. Like they put they, the half
0: in the back end and the count on okay, yeah, it. Okay, yeah. If
2: they take the juice out of the room and and you can't bring it back, I mean that's on you. Right. And, and and I don't recall ever having one of those nights that was specific to like us headlining our show but yeah there's there's been times I mean shoot we were in the co-headline spot um at this place called rock and ring in Germany and uh uh this group uh this metal group named romstein who is very popular uh, in in the metal scene I mean they are like crazy and their show is nuts and Germany is their home. So, oh, wow. you know, we're like, okay, we're in the perfect slot. We're thinking, you know, we're going to go on right before Ramstein. We're going to slam him, and then, you know, it's an alley-oop to Ramstein, right? <laughs> Wrong. Oh. <laughs> we go up there, and normally, because Germany's, like, are, are, in Europe, yeah. is our biggest market. Like, for hip-hop, they love some cyber sales, so we assumed we're going to go up there. And we didn't do no, you know, like half ass type show. We didn't run through the motions. We're like giving our show, and they were just okay. All right, hurry up. Wow. We need Romstein on. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yes, yeah, Night, like Brazil. But hurry up. Man, Get the oh, he's smoking. Okay. Hey, oh. it was humbling, yeah, to say the least. Thank you, Romstein. Good Thank night. You, Romstein <laughs> next. Yeah. Right. And then when Romstein came on, they blew it. Oh off. man! Like they had people's having sex on the stage. Oh right they were painted in gold and they were completely still when the set started right and as the sets going you see these what you thought were like stage props start to move and then they're moving wow and then they're getting down getting down because you know some of the songs are very sexually oriented, i guess right and then they got these cannons that look like penises are, yeah put, damn yeah hey man that's and, when you go and, and be like hey man i need some gold and, people and, on stage. And, yeah <laughs> and, and they got and they got two two cannons and <laughs> there's there's two two people man in the 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 penis cannons and oh. when they shoot it <laughs> it's a stream of white oh my god that goes out into oh the yeah crowd. see they yeah, they, they yeah. were ready hey bro and that's you could bring like, that from the house. I was like, how do you stand up to yeah. that? I yeah. mean, like, if we were going on <laughs> after that, <laughs> oh man! Thank God, no one thought, "Hey, Cypress Hill should headline after Rothstein." Oh yeah. Oh man, it would have been done. I, we would have probably not have. You would have been like, man, we don't need no mics. There's <laughs> only four people right here. <laughs> we're, we're like, what are you yeah. talking about? Yeah, it was. It was. Man, it was. It was, uh, <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> it was, it was humbling dog. and. Yeah. Yeah.
1: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <laughs>
0: hey, man, we're celebrating 50 years of
2: hip-hop. And did you ever have any relationship with Tupac? Yeah, yeah, Tupac was a homie, you know, we met him through the Digital Underground Squad. Okay, because- so it's been, it was, it was a minute. Well, yeah, yeah, people don't, really didn't know that we were good friends with uh, Money B, we met him yeah, through man. a cat um, that worked at ASCAP for a time, and he was like actually the first dude who believed in our Cypress Hill vision, his, his name was Jerry Davis, salute mm-hmm. to Jerry Davis, and I think he passed, rest in peace. Yeah. Um, but he hooked us up with those guys. You know, he's like, I know these guys in the Bay. They're called Digital Underground. They're on the bubble right now. They're killing it. You need to link up with these guys. So we meet Money B and Fuse and uh, Shock. Mm-hmm. And we and, and eventually we meet Pac because Pac is a part of their stage show at this point. And we start getting on with Pac. And so when we get on, he would show up to our shows in the Bay and and roll around with us. And he'd break these big ass sacks of some bomb bay weed. And he had a he had a hand cannon with him. You right. know what I mean? It's like, oh, y'all are going into East Oakland today. Okay, I'm coming with you. We're, you know, I'm gonna watch your back. And uh from then on we we were friends and and uh we'd run in, into each other at the conventions and stuff like right. that. He'd be hanging there. And uh he was a cool dude, man. And uh, you know, it wasn't till he got with Death Row till we didn't really have any sort of um communications with each other yeah. at that point, you know what I mean? Because it was a whole different get down when he went there. But yeah, he was he was a wild one, man. Yeah, man. And, and what's crazy is it he would roll places before he gets with Death Row and he's still wilding out like on his own before he has that sort of backup, you know, with a, 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 a stable backup, right? When he was like sort of on the solo run. He'd run around through these conventions by himself, bulletproof vests, right. no bodyguards, He'd, you know, be having a bandana to cover his face and just show up on you. What's up? You know? Right. Hey man, this he is a you, trip. Do you remember just
0: like private conversations that you had with Pac? Because I remember mine. And I knew that they were special at that moment. Not when you fast forward and all oh, Pac was gonna get taken away from us, but you could see how intelligent oh, yeah. Pac was. Yeah. All the time. Early on, and you can see the wild side in Park Two yeah. even before Death Row. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But but you, I know you had great conversations with Yeah, Tupac I mean, as well. you know,
2: I, th- I think he liked um, he liked being with people that were like on the edge, like he was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? People that could understand that and and that were talking about something different. And, you know, because he was very educated. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He was an intelligent dude and very creative. And I think he was always trying to find a space, you know what I mean? At least from what I could tell as, as his friend in that moment, like trying to find a space with people he could click with. Like, that's why he clicked up with the, um, Tretch. Right. And they, Cause they were really good friends for a long time. And you know, I don't think they ever stopped being friends, but I'm saying they used to click up a lot. That's why you see them in videos together and stuff like that. And Tretch constantly shouting Pac out. Um, but he 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 was a cool dude, man. Off the hook. Yeah, when off the you chain. when you did say like when he got with death row, the communication
0: wasn't as much, right? When you would look at Pac, you know, the death row days or when things started to get a little crazy, did you, not that did you ever reach out? But did you think like
2: like damn man, like what's going on here? Well, you know, I felt he was hyper focused on the mission, and mm. that was you know because I think he he felt he had a lot to prove to to some you know and like that his blow up was inevitable you know and uh i think that when you're super focused like that you tend not to see everything around you you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and i think that that's sort of what happened you know you sort of focus everything out people you used to talk to constantly and it just things things change because you're on this mission and I, i believe he was on that mission so a lot of us that Maybe had communication with them before. We didn't have the same communication because he wasn't available to it. He was right. in that studio knocking it down because he had something to prove. And then when he started getting on that run and he started getting that momentum, he wasn't going to let it go mm. at that point. What I was think. your relationship with Biggie like? I didn't have one. None at all? No. Did you ever
0: meet or slap hands? Or? Nope. Wow.
2: I seen him once. Uh, when he was on The Bubble, when people were talking about him early on with the party in, in uh, Bullish. Party, yeah. And he played at, uh, I believe it was the 3rd Street Promenade. Remember that spot? It was a hip-hop spot that would In Santa Monica? Up. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, they, they had a little hip-hop club down there. I can't remember what the name of it was. And it was on 3rd Street, but it wasn't in, like, Santa Monica or West L.A. It wasn't, like, uh, there was, uh, uh, Jamaica to make
0: a house or anything of that?
2: I don't remember. Okay. But I know it was Third Street, promenade okay, got area, you. yeah. It, and and uh, he was doing a show down there. So me and my homies, we shut the studio down and uh, we were like, let's go check him out. And he got on the mic and it was a small little stage, but he ripped it.
0: Man, I remember I saw um, him and Pac on stage together in New York and they went into partying bullshit out there, bro. And and when, when he say a fight broke out and they stopped, and then they start fighting each other, and then when they came, can we just all get along? Yeah. So I could put hickies yeah. on the neck of little Sean. Man, I knew I, I was witnessing history right there, bro. Yeah, I was. I knew I was witnessing history right there. Yeah, man, how did Cypress Hill and B real and and, and and I didn't see this, and I was around at that time too. How did y'all float through the so-called East Coast West Coast beef when y'all had love on every
2: side? Like clouds of smoke, baby, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> um, it was easy for us because, right. I mean, you know, f- being from the West Coast, we weren't necessarily labeled a West Coast group right. because we broke on the East Coast and we had more of an East Coast sound than a West Coast sound up until, I mean, maybe the fourth, fifth album or sixth when we start doing a more west coast sounding type thing. So, we never got caught up in that. You know what I mean? Cuz we had love on the east coast and obviously we had love here cuz we're from here. And we didn't buy into to any of that. Right. You know what I mean? Like for us we you know we were built off of east coast hip hop. And that's a fact, you know what I mean? All our influences, everything that that we ever listened to that inspired us to get into this was from out there. So there was no way we were going to get involved in that we didn't have no beef with anybody on the east coast for anything to to even like be a part of perpetuating something like that and we knew that all the media outlets were just feeding into that to make hip-hop look horrible as as you know they've tried to do throughout hip hip hip-hop's history right so we tried to play into none of that we played a lot of east coast gigs and we didn't see any any Uh, blow back from it i just i think the the people who were specifically having the beef which was you know pock and big and their camps they saw the residuals of that and anyone who else anyone else who would speak on it you know that didn't necessarily have to they might have caught something but for the most part there was plenty of east coast groups that came in that time and were doing shows at the house of blues or the whiskey or the roxy or the palladium or at the Palace. With no one giving them any beefs, you know what I mean? Now, had it been, you know, Big or Puff or any of those guys coming from the camp, maybe it would have been a different story, but right. all the other, like, Method Man, Red Man. I know and Busta kept Busta, coming through. You know, like, um, a lot of them dudes kept coming down here. And yeah, it was it, just and, and, a... And it, it was love, but, you know, to hear it through the media, it was like this crazy war going on. Right. And it wasn't really that. Hey, man... If you had a playlist of five hip hop groups
0: or artists, mm. what would be in your playlist? The groups or the songs.
2: What would you answer it how you want? Oh, playlist. Uh, damn, okay. De La Soul mm-hmm. would have to be on this playlist. Public Enemy would have to be on this playlist. Uh, Rakim. Mm hmm. Um, Let's see. Who else? Uh, EPMD. Yes, sir. KRS-One. Damn.
0: So and, and those are like a lot of lyricists, too. Yeah. And th- those are album guys.
2: Yes. You know what I'm saying? The, definitively. You know, when you, when you heard a Public Enemy um, oh, man. album, you knew it was a Public Enemy album. Despite yeah. the voices, there was a sound to it. There was a vibe to it. And that's because they used one production team. And that sort of inspired us, you know. Muggs was the bomb squad all in one. Yeah, hell he, yeah, he, he was. was, and he was very much in, and, and he was very much inspired by them. You know, that's where the wild sounds come from and stuff like that on our first three albums, where he's you know sampling his stuff. You know, how is Muggs now? He is working, man. Yeah. Salute to the, the to the Black Goat. He's got all kinds of stuff. He just uh, released a short film called Death Valley. Um, and he's been working with all these amazing artists as of late. And uh, we're, we're about to be doing something pretty soon. At Cypress. At Cypress. And uh, one of my favorite things he hit me with, man, and he hit me with this out of out of nowhere, because sometimes him and I will just be working on stuff on, on the low key. He'll send me some stuff he thinks that I'll like, and then I'll send it back to him already done. And then we just, you know, bank it. If we use it later, we use it later. But it's something that's that's there if we want to go to man, it. Man, Muggs it, is a beast. He's bro. a beast, and he sent me this one, and uh, I, I guess I, I was probably the first one on it because you know when he first sent it to me, it was just a skeleton beat. So I get on it, and I put the chorus on it and everything, and then he sends it back with Ren on it, and I'm like, oh. I'm like, oh man okay because i had done something with ren on 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 a cypress album called southland killers way back i didn't know he was going to be on the record mugs pulled right. the magic right and so he sends me this with ren and ren kills it right and i'm like man this is tight i send it back you know hey this is tight this is, what what are we using this for he goes oh, i'm gonna put this on my next album that's coming out in a couple months call cube see if you can get him on it I'm like, well, that's a lot of pressure, but right, all yeah, right. Yeah. No, like, that's hey, so, Cube, what's up, man? So, so I sent it to Cube. I said, hey, um, because, you know, we're, we're, we've we been doing all these shows together, and we've been talking a lot. We we did some little work together. People haven't heard it yet. But oh, I heard it. it. Oh, you heard it? Yeah. Ah, yeah. Yeah, I heard it, bro. It's the beginning. Yeah, uh, man. So I tell him, hey, Muggs wants you to get on this joint right here, and, uh, you know, if you like it, jump on it. Let us know. And he hit it within a week, send it back, send it to Muggs. Muggs does Get the, the Muggs thing, Man, you know, it's a checklist thing for me because I got to be on a saw with Ren and Cube, and it's hard. It's called Dump on Him. And uh, it's on Muggs' new joint, man. And it's, it's also on his... Uh,
0: is that available now?
2: Yeah. Oh, Easy yeah. Call. It's all uh, it's also oh, on his Lord. Death Valley uh Say less. his Death Valley short film. I mean, it's all on YouTube, you know. We all release all these little yeah. shorts on.
0: <laughs> hey man, let me ask you this, man. Um we've been knowing each other for decades. Yes, sir. Decades. Why did you try to kill me? <laughs> And you, you set me up for like a slow kill, though. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what I did. I Man, and we not just like radio homies. That hit you three days, huh? It's hitting me now. Oh, it's just,
4: all right. Residuals.
0: Let me, let me tell you, man. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, I went into the smoke box with you. Yeah. Yeah. And it was one of them things like, big, you know, we know you don't smoke. And I was even like, yeah, man, I'll come through. And for those that don't know, it's like you're sitting in a Cadillac. And you blow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Windows up, you hot boxing everything, right? And you're doing an interview. I don't smoke. So what they (laughs) did is that they loaded the car up. You know what I'm saying? Of course, it's it's B Real. C minus is behind you. And I forget who was
2: behind me. E Zone. I think it was E Zone.
0: Okay, so now they're smoking, and we start off the interview. And I'm like, oh, okay, I can do this. You know, and then I start coughing and I'm like, this dude really trying to do an interview, and I'm f- dying over here. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, and so then I'm trying my best and I'm dude B. I'm sitting here like, are you saying the right words? And I'm telling you, bro. You you did though. Be real. It was all the right words. No, nah, man. Especially when I realized that I signed my house over to you. It was it. it I'm gonna tell you, man. It was bad for me. It was bad for me in the car. And then when I got out the car, it was worse. And, you know, people was like, oh, man, you're going to sleep well. And, you know, I have a torn rot- uh, torn yeah. rotator cuff. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's right. You were and trouble.
0: so I remember, dude, I could lift my arm up. But I think that I went from a happy zone. I
2: went past it. You went to the anxiety zone. I was there, bro. Yeah. It was <laughs> B, it was bad, bro. Uh, you know, like we did this to Tony Hawk um, by accident. Rest in peace. Is he still with us? <laughs> yes, he's still okay. With okay, us. <laughs> did. I do not know, man. See, but I ain't we, seen him. See with, see in the car. Um, you know, the the smoke accumulates quickly. You know what I mean? Oh, I, know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> as, I know. Yeah, I As you know, and if you smoke, it it still will get to you. There's been people that have like decided, okay, we're most of the people that come in there, they smoke and some of them can take it some of them are titans they'll 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 deal with it and others yeah they leave there definitely like i don't want to ever do oh yeah
0: <laughs> i know in my life now you know what you proved to me unless i have something down the road and a a doctor or a homeopathic doctor say like you got to smoke i would never smoke in my life b And you taught me something that day. I got out that car and it felt like my feet were like wet, like spongy. (laughs) We baptized you. You showing the hell did. Did I ever show you the video of when I was driving? I never released the video (laughs) of when Jose was driving me home. And then when I got home to my wife. Dude, I thought that I wasn't going to come out of it. I thought, like, man, what did I do to my career? What did I do? Remember, I kept saying, you know what I'm saying? The anxieties you know were saying? real, yeah. It was bad. Man, I was in the car laughing. and cr- It was bad. No, it was the worst. Feel, you know, I felt bad when that was
2: happening to you. You know no, what I mean? I don't
0: know. <laughs> I can tell how you're laughing now how bad you feel. And it's crazy because I remember when... I was getting out. Y'all start blocking. And I was like, what's going on? It was like, oh, we got another interview. And I'm looking at people. It was designer coming through. And I'm like, y'all about to do this again? Like, dude, I could do that. I couldn't even do that once a year, let alone twice in a day. B, I was so up, man. And all the lies, if you're going to go home and go to sleep, none of that None of it, man. We talked about and I And I even asked the neighbor. That's why they started laughing. I was like, dude. Why did that man try to kill me?
2: <laughs> what did you, I do? You know, I, I don't think you fell asleep because it's a contact. It's not necessarily like direct smoking. Like if you would have smoked, you would have went through all that, but you would definitely died. gone to sleep. Oh, okay. Like the long one you talking about? I would have went to. I would have died. I don't know if it's the long one. You yeah, know, man. But, but yeah, you know, with contacts. For someone who doesn't smoke, yeah, it could give you the anxiety. Hey, dude, that, and yeah, I remember. you're in there with us like that, yeah. And
0: you can watch the video, dude. When you picked up another one, I was like, you about to light another one? <laughs> like, I was in there, and at one point, I was just like, I started thinking to my mom, rest in peace, right? I was like, mom, should I just get out the car? <laughs> like, I like, do and then i'm looking at jose through the lens and i'm like jose i've known him for decades right (laughs) i'm looking at jose like bro get off of b-real understand your homie dying look how i'm looking at (laughs) you. i was like a dog in there bro like bust these windows you know what i
2: need you know what this 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 i need i I need a tap button you know for folks you know that, that it's like getting too much Bang. The like a safe word. The safe word, yeah. Safe yeah, word, yeah. Man. I knew I should have too, man. But. You know, there's been a couple of people I had to let out. Like Cool Keith brought his manager, and his manager was like, hey, man, can I sit in the back while you guys do this? I'm like, well. But he knew you were B-roll, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. <laughs> and he 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 was like, nah, man, I I, I be around smokers. I You know, I'm cool. That Like, I could, I could handle it. And, you know, Cool Keith was smoking a blunt, I believe, and I was smoking a big fat joint. And it was only two of us in there. Oh, Lord. And we get it. Well, three of us, two of us smoking, and dude, in, and the manager in the, the back, and it got just a little smoky. It wasn't even as bad as, as what it was for you. And he oh, had to wow. like run out of that car. He goes, "Hey, could you let me out?" I said, "Oh, we don't do that." Right, right, right. Like <laughs> now we, but I, we let, I let about we like,
0: man, you you f- the continuity and everything. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to have to address this on camera now. Yeah, that you had to get out the car.
2: Yeah, we usually put that big old buzzer like that you would hear on Family Feud. Hey, you
0: know Amen. I, mean? I just listen. felt like if
2: I would have tapped out
0: or got out, I don't know if it's peer pressure or whatever, but I felt like I would have let hip hop down.
2: I was you like, man. You did it though. Oh, because yeah. Because yeah, everybody, yeah. listen, everybody knows you, right? That, right. All of us that know you know you don't smoke. So yeah, the man. fact that you went in there, people was gave stupid. you respect Oh, for re- that.
0: respect, respect. <laughs> My bad. I was going to say that was stupidest. Big, like you two grown, you no, old man. No, what the they, f- you doing in they, there?
2: They respected that, yeah, man. man. Like you know, they, I think
0: AB. I'll think about my kids and everything while I was <laughs> in
2: there. I was like, dude, hey, we had Noel G in there the same way. Like he, you and him are the only two that didn't smoke, right? Because he had just um quit smoking for something I can't remember what he was talking about. But he was like, I'll, I'll, I I want to be in the box, but I can't smoke if that's cool. And we're like, all right, cool. We don't normally do that, but you're the homie, right? We'll 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 give you the pass because. Well, because i don't think he knew how crazy it gets in there with the smoke man. right uh, yeah he hey, felt dude. that he felt that
0: too i'm gonna tell anybody man in the future bro <laughs> don't do it i'm looking right in the camera too <laughs> don't do it if you wish, ain't ready for no it, hell, yeah, i don't... wish i wish you would have did he get in after me he got in before you oh, okay that's up noel you should have hit me (laughs) because now because it's like my job now my duty to tell people don't get in there and some people won't come do it no i can understand that
2: there's been a couple dudes i like this dude doing a real interview too (laughs) there's been a couple dudes that wanted to get in there like hey i want to do the smoke box cool and then they showed up and you know before they came in the building they paced outside yeah. <laughs> I was like for about forty five minutes, and then decided, you know what, I'm not. Hey, I
0: was like, that was a bad decision. Like, I was really I like, didn't, I didn't think it was bad because you weren't me, <laughs> you
4: weren't dying,
0: and bro. you didn't make yeah. it home with me, man. I almost felt like, you know, on Friday when when uh, Smokey, not Smokey, when Chris, when yeah. Chris Tucker is like by the pigeon coop, I felt up that whole day you know, bro. i
2: love that you were giving me reports though yeah that yeah, was because awesome. i'm alive because i was trying to <laughs> you know walk you through some of it and whatnot but you know obviously that didn't work yeah man <laughs> hey dude how old were you when you started smoking oh, i was probably like um three <laughs> <laughs> uh you know when i was created on this planet uh Dang. they gave me a program uh with full tolerance. Yeah, so, I believe that at about five no, uh probably 13. Hey I man, I remember ball. we yeah. did this like this challenge
0: where it was like who's this, who's that. And we had Wiz Khalifa and then we had you know the faces yeah. and Wiz Khalifa no matter what Wiz <laughs> Khalifa do that mumble like it's be real. <laughs> and we and, and 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 it was like the elimination, man. It was like the what what's that? The pack fours and all yeah. that. It got down and it was like he was like be real. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm talking about Burner, Snoop. Yeah. Wiz. They, we even threw a, yeah exhibit. And what's the Miley Cyrus, mm-hmm. for some reason, yeah. they said she had lungs. <laughs> yeah, she got lungs. And yeah. they were like, be
2: real. Well, I'm just different. There you are, bro. Uh, you know, and you're a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> i put I listen, I've put people yeah. to sleep. Yeah. You know, um. Because I do all this stuff all around, you know what I mean. Like so, this, the the flower smoking with with the joints. Um, I used to smoke the bongs. I don't really smoke bongs that much anymore. I, I like smoking joints on on the the glass tips, the funky fill tips. But I'll do the edibles. I'll do the concentrates, Ew. all that Jesus stuff. Christ. It's all good for you. <laughs> and so yeah. yeah, that's what I feel. So, so I got a different. I got a different tolerance than most. And Wiz, have you smoked today? Yeah, of course. He was like, dude, He smells like it. <laughs> yeah. This is my cologne. It's
0: called In the Pocket. <laughs> <Right>. uh. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, I remember that one time you had a Suburban. You was like, yeah, I had to change the interior yeah. in here because the smell was holding in the car.
4: Yeah. yeah. He
0: changed the interior. He didn't say, change. I need to stop smoking. My man <laughs> I said, I'm going to change Changing the, the interior, interior in this new car because it's holding. And Yeah, I gotta get, he you was know, like, I, I got to get leather in I here. I try
2: not to smoke in the car, but it's just, you know... <laughs> It only lasts for maybe a couple days. Right. Like, have, ah. have you ever quit? Um, quit? No. But like there was a time when I was in Panama doing something um, down there and I knew there wasn't any good weed right. down there. And Plus what I was doing was um, sort of on a spiritual thing down right. there with, with some folks. You want to mix uh, high, 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 ayahuasca with uh, weed, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I didn't, I didn't do that. I haven't done that yet. Right. But, um, So I spent like a month down there and I didn't smoke anything. When I got home in the first joint I smoked, it felt like I was 13 again, man. Cause you know, we smoked the heavy stuff, you know what I mean? So OG Kush was what we were smoking. And at at that point, that was the heaviest. It's still one of the heaviest to this day. But so you, you take a month off and you come back straight to that. Oh yeah. Did you ever think about not going back to it? No. Oh yeah. He was like, "Babe, that's (laughs) a stupid question. People wouldn't be able to tolerate me. I think if, 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 if I didn't smoke, because you know I, <laughs> I'm less tolerable for for you know how can I say this without using the expletive mm. the, it, the 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 bull ish you know what I'm saying right. I, I'm less tolerable of that and uh, you know when you're not smoking when I'm not smoking like the other th- so I might I might ramp up real quick if I'm sober Got but you. if I'm well, if, keep smoking if, it but if I'm if I'm smoking. <laughs> I'll use my rationality before I react. You know what I mean? I'll think about it. I'll analyze it. Whereas, you know, if I'm not smoking, I might react off something way too fast. Hey, man, you guys you guys are like on people wish list
0: to smoke. <laughs> Is there any celebrity that thought they wanted to smoke with you that smoked
2: with you that couldn't hang? Well, out of hip hop, that's probably most of them. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, you know, some of them folks came through the smoke box. Um, and, and actually hung, but when they left, oh yeah, it was like uh, Doug Benson, for instance, uh, comedian Doug mm-hmm. Benson, right? Um, he was known for smoking and all that stuff. Yeah. And then he came and smoked out with us. And what happened was our bro E-Zone gave him some dabs before he got into the smoke box. And oh, then, Lord. you know, we're chiefing in the smoke box and, you know, there's other guys in there smoking, right? Not just uh me and you know person getting interviewed so we're like boxing him out and he's dabbed up so like oh yeah he probably had he had he had one of those experiences. Hey dude
0: I was really sitting in there and you said that was probably E-zone behind me. Yeah. I was really sitting there like and with C minus. I was like, dude, what are y'all doing in the car? <laughs> y'all not asking no questions really. Like get out the car and lighten some of this smoke
2: up, man. Like it was re it was ridiculous. You know, I think because normally they do ask questions. It's just that I think that Ezone was probably a little bit intimidated that like Big Boy was up in the front seat mm. and and because C- I know C minus did And C minus, you know, he he he'll he'll ask the questions because yeah. you know he's been oh he's an he, he interviewer does what too. We do, yeah, know?
0: but he but he, even his questions he was like, "Hey man, you know, yeah, dude." I was even getting. I think and was, that's my guy. I think he was surprised
2: that you. You would when allow he was yourself like, to be yeah, in that car. His
0: question, he was like, Man, do you have your insurance card on you, yeah. big? And I was like, Yeah. He was like, Who do we contact <laughs> have for emergency? You wrote out your family trust. <laughs> yeah. Who do we contact for emergency? So yeah. I was like, All right. I yeah. think he
2: was just surprised that you were in there with us Yes. Yeah, so he yeah. knows you don't smoke. I mean, you know. Hey, man,
0: you have been an advocate. You guys have helped with laws. You guys were, you know, known for smoking. Before it was, like, that popular thing to do. Before it was, like, acceptable. Because even then, years ago, right. people didn't admit. Even no. doctors were like, you know, now everybody smokes. Closet smokers. Yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah. yeah. So this where you see now, early days, man, where y'all kicked out of, like, hotels, oh. buses,
2: oh, you yeah. know, like, pulled over. I- asked to leave hotels. Yeah. Or paid, you know, like, there was a run. I had fines on every damn. Because my room is church. Right, right, right. You know I mean? so Everybody congregate <laughs> to you. Congregate huh? with the doctor. Right. Reverend, Reverend <laughs> Green Thumb yeah. is in procession now. Uh, so, you know, I would get all the fines. You know what I mean? And then sometimes, it, you know, when they they had a no fine policy, it's like, excuse me, sir, we're going to have to ask you to leave and I'd have to r- run off to another hotel or whatever. You Did you ever had to sleep in the bus? N- <laughs> no. Okay, yeah, I'm just wondering, man. <laughs> I, I mean, yes, in the early days we definitely did. You know, but the bus drivers, you know, most of them know. And they, because, you know, this has been happening since before we came onto the scene. But people party on their bus. And that bus driver has got to know, hey, record company or band is paying for this bus. All you're here to do is drive. Not to partake, not to judge, not to tell anybody this or that. As long as they're not destroying the bus, you drive. Hey, man, I remember I know
0: this one artist... They got on the bus, and when they got on the bus, their one of their guys started handing them back their guns. Yeah, and the bus driver was rolling and saw this. And he dropped refused, them off yeah. their sound check, and when they came out after sound check, all their luggage was right there by the uh, by the truck truck has Cube ever told you that story? Uh-oh. Oh <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we like we used to travel like that too, but we would never break them out in front of the driver. Right, right. We'd always just have them like low-key, you know, because when we were touring with Naughty in those beginning days, right? They were strapped up. We were like naked out there. And we were like, damn, y'all doing it like this. It like, Yeah, some of these places we roll, they don't like right. they don't like who we are. Right. One hip hop, two. We're brown and black. Yeah. You know what I mean? They ain't going to like us in some of these places, so we got to be ready. I was like, oh, man, I didn't even think about that. You're like, man, I left 45 it's, guns at the house. So the, the, I know you had them. Hey, so yeah. the very next tour, you know, Send Dog was bringing something. Muggs was bringing like two, three things. I was bringing something. Of course, Muggs are bringing two or three. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? And so, yeah, our bus was strapped down for a minute, but we never let our driver know. And the most of the time, our driver was strapped too, though.
4: Oh,
0: damn. Yeah, damn. I guess like, it would have to be. We, <laughs> yeah, hey, Amen. And the, the lifetime ban from Saturday Night Live. We yeah. touched on this before. Yeah, that's still going on. Still going on. So when they said lifetime, they really meant they, they really meant lifetime, you right? Know? <laughs>
2: <laughs> so for those that don't know, you they told y'all not to smoke. Yeah, they told us not to smoke. They kept telling uh, mugs not to smoke. Right, and uh, you know we were gonna smoke. I don't know, you know, if they were just guessing that or whatever, but they felt the need to just keep hammering it home, and that you know they, we were going to smoke at the end. You we, were, yes, okay. We were going to smoke at the end, destroy our set, and then smoke at the end, like in the aftermath of all of our set being destroyed on the stage. we were going to, you know, pull out and smoke, but because they kept, you know. Bothering him with this, he decided, I'm doing this right at the top in case they cut us. Maybe that was his mentality, right. in case they cut our our performance short and, you know, you don't get to see us do that. And then they kept telling him over and over. So then he gets yeah. to the point like, and all it, right. Okay. And Muggs is not a dude that you tell something over and over right. to. He's like, I got it. And they they weren't buying it though because he's I don't think he was a good poker player. Oh yeah, that, yeah. Okay, his poker player yeah, right. like yeah, all right. Is that, yeah. Okay. Especially when right. he rolled his eyes. Up, sure, right. we're not gonna <laughs> yeah. smoke nothing. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. I, I think they knew, and he knew that they would they m- maybe edit that out. So he lit it off the top, and Damn. that became a thing. And I'll tell you what, for all the for the ban that they have on us to this day, they run it in syndication mm. without edit. Wow And with him saying They told me I couldn't do this And boom They see him light up And the rest Do so- they tell you You're banned for life Or you've just it, felt It came after Yeah They told us Oh well you've been banned From SNL For life Dang. But you're in good company Right right <laughs> Anybody the- else banned
3: uh, uh, Eddie No um,
2: Willie Nelson There's a comedian no.
3: That's banned
2: Eddie Izzard is it uh, uh, Well S- Sinead O'Connor Rest Sinead, in peace yeah. She was uh, She oh, was yeah. banned Oh yeah Okay. Rage Against the Machine. Was it
0: SNL when she toured a picture of the yeah. Pope? Oh, yeah. okay.
2: Uh,
3: uh, S- Andrew Dice Clay. Andrew
2: Dice Clay. Rage Against the Machine because they hung the yeah. flag upside down. Damn.
3: Uh, Martin Lawrence. That's who I was Martin thinking about. Lawrence. Martin Lawrence's banned? Is banned? Yeah, I think they unbanned him, though. If I remember. Who yeah, they banned him for? I
2: don't know what they banned him You know how crazy Martin Lawrence can be. Yeah. Um, yeah. Crazier than us. Right. <laughs> yeah.
3: About female hygiene, I think? He really? says so clearly uh material launching into his monologue. I'm he surprised went- you guys were able to still oh.
0: survive after being <laughs> banned for life from there. You know? I think How it, did y'all
2: make it? it you wow. know, I don't know, man. Man. <laughs> I'll tell you what though, it was a blessing though, because it's 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 uh it's one of those things that people remember. Oh yeah. And and we didn't get played out because of it. It actually added to the to our legend. Like we we would do something like that. You know what I mean? Because the first guy to blaze on TV was a dude named Reverend Bud Green on yeah. the Ricky Lake Show or something like that. And we were on a way bigger platform. platform. Yeah. I just you know my only regret was that I I wish that we all would have lit up. But it was cool that Mugs did it. You know I
0: heard I mean? that no no one at the time is mad at him. No, no, right. no. Not I think, in the group. Any I, management
2: I, I, or anything? I would, I would imagine right. that that um, Sony, yeah, was probably label. a little bit concerned. And I think he thought we were mad at him. And the, but the only thing we were mad at is that we didn't get y'all the lighter choice. Like, but yeah. <laughs> was like, damn, you did it at the, at the top. Did y'all go to the SNL like kind of do yeah. the rap party? Yeah, because oh, you- <laughs> Yeah, because I mean we weren't banned yet. It, right, you know what I mean? Like they let the show happen. And everybody thought it was awesome. You know, no one like Lauren Michaels didn't come up and say, What the f- was that? You know what I mean? Everybody loved it, they thought it was really cool. So we were hearing all this from all the comedians and all the writers and and you know the producers while we were yeah, y'all the, killed while, while we were in, in the in, at the party that everybody goes to after SNL right so we're like yeah <laughs> two days later well, you yeah. you've been banned yeah they it's let you get, get home first yeah they let, yeah, us they get let home. you get a, they, they let, let you, us have a good time yeah but it's still you know they never took it down. Mm -hmm. they've never that's how upset they they were that's how upset they were because it was a good episode shannon doherty killed it in her appearance Mm because she was the host this night and we did our thing we brought something that no one had brought there y'all
0: brought legend to her too you
2: know hello it is
0: your partner big boy interested in giving back to your community while making new connections in your neighborhood introducing neighbor to neighbor a california volunteers network that empowers you to take action contribute to local needs, and be a part of something bigger than yourself. Visit caneighbors.com to learn more about how you can get to know your neighbor and strengthen your community. Neighbor to neighbor, it takes a neighborhood. Hello.
1: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
5: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
3: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost
1: track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free. at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18
5: plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: See y'all brought a legend to her. Hey man, while I got you here, uh, I not that I want to put this to rest one more time. You know what I'm talking <laughs> yeah, about. B-roll. I know the April Fool's <laughs> joke. <laughs> yes. That we did. That I still get people that come up because it was so good. Yes, man. I get people that come up all the time. Be like, man, that was like an Orson Welles you... moment. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, because we were. It was like theater of the mind. You yes. know what I'm saying? And it was crazy because I still get people that say, "Man, you and be real cool now." Yeah, I'm like, man, we've always
2: been cool. <laughs> I, I still
0: get it too. You know, like, so it,
2: hey, it, what it, happened with you and Big? I'm like, it pops up on no
0: Facebook one... and pops yeah. up like it seems like somebody puts it up at least
2: twice a year because the audio acting was on point
0: oh you say so huh what yeah. happened to your finger playboy boy
2: this is, this,
0: this is us live
2: right this oh,
5: was the trigger hey. moment oh wait
0: you know if she looks like you then maybe it was <laughs> oh, now hey, man, let me on. set this up man <laughs> we went on it was april fool's day right yeah and we went on and we set up Hey, man, this is what we're gonna do we're gonna have this fight would you going to say this? And I remember I, I told you to say something. You was like, no, nah, Big, I'm it, not comfortable yeah, with saying was, it that. It was something
2: about your mom.
0: Yeah, and, and 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 I don't even know if I would even say, because I didn't play with my mom back then. He, it was something. Probably It was something. It and was, he was like, no, nah, I'm not like, comfortable nah, with that. I can't touch that. And, yeah. and then
2: I asked you, do you, you got a sister? And yeah. he says, yes. And I said, okay, that's going to be the trigger point. Yeah, I'm and say so <laughs> we
0: literally sitting outside the studio in an office talking about this April Fool's joke that we're going to do. So we go inside, and we're looking at each other as it goes on, and Liz is in there, yeah. and this is
5: What it. happened to your finger, Playboy? Ask your little sister, man. See? <laughs> oh, wait. You know, if she looks like you, then maybe it was. <laughs> hey, man, hold on. Did that hurt? Hey, dude. I don't play when it comes to my family, See? B. Oh man, and I know we know nah, on the real, homie. I know we and joke around active. a lot, brother, but but my fan band that's totally off limits. Oh come on, don't get off feelers right now. Come <laughs> on, man. hey man, I'm not. <laughs> it's only me. I know, Blair, and that's why I'm gonna ask you straight up, homie, on the real and on oh, air and God. off air. I don't play when it comes hey, to my man. family. man,
0: but I- I'm believing this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey,
2: it was because you know I haven't heard this audio. They just found it. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. uh, it, it sounds like an awkward moment. Yeah, it yeah. does, man. That's all good, dog. You been lifting late? Hey, man. arms nah. look a little stronger these hey days. Hey, man,
5: you just totally you played yourself. Hey, dog, we throw a lot of jokes around I know, here, but man. I don't play when oh, it comes to my family, homie. Hey, that's all good. You, that. oh. you know, that's all good. All right, well, I'm going to tell you that straight up. I mean... I mean and then listen to you know, Liz. Yeah, you got to, I don't, I'm. Uh, hey, we play around, but I don't play when it comes to my family. Oh my hey, gosh, dog. Man. if you don't want to play with me, don't play. You bring me in here every time yeah. to come have fun with you. Exactly. I'm having fun with you now. I you want to take it serious? Okay, hold on, no, honey. I it ain't it about it. Big too. Hey. You know what I'm saying? You better be playing. Hey. Hey, 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 you know who you talking off, to. Hey, B, get off. Hold on. Man. Hey, hey, what? What? You want to get out? That's crazy! No, no, no. Trip this, dog. Everybody comes in here. They got bodyguards. I by myself. What you want to do? What you talking about, B? You ain't like Oh, my God. What you talking about? You don't play in my family because I don't
4: play that. Person hey, no, on no, air, no,
5: fuck, no. move on my way. All fuck, right?
4: fuck, fuck, hey, like man. fuck, 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 Oh, <laughs> dude,
0: it sounds worse than what i <laughs> thought oh,
5: hey, oh hey. that's
0: Fuzz. why people believe it bro so fuzzy sad. fuzzy and liz sold. oh sad. my god so they god. were in on it too right oh, yeah. everybody okay, okay. jason jason was oh, in on oh it like we were dude back. now <laughs> <laughs> Doing. But now I can hear And you gotta think This is no social media This yeah. is none of that Now I can hear the, the How you said The theater of the mind yeah. I can hear people Listening to that and we let all the cursing
2: go over yeah, the air. Yeah, that and was everything key right there. That was the key oh. part. Oh, my God, Because that's bro. what made it sound real. And then when you got up off the mic. Yeah, and man. Started, and it was just was, in the room.
4: Like, <laughs> yes. Oh,
2: my God, hey, bro. That was a classic hey, moment. I, I tell you, that was like this, a similar thing to what Orson Welles did. You know, by scaring the hell out of people, right. that we were getting invaded yeah. by UFOs, right? <laughs> on, yeah, our, on our, you know, in our hip-hop culture, it was the equivalent of that, because people thought we really had beef. There was people calling him yes, right after we went off the air, people calling me, hey, you need me to come down there? Everybody hey, was literally
0: there? on their way. Oh like, he, And then when I went, fast forward, you know, 30 years later, when I go look at the documentary and I see all your homies in there, I'm looking like, oh, this could have been bad.
3: So you never came back and like told people? We yeah, came
0: yeah. back, but... The shot around the world is what people listen to. Yeah, that first, it was the
2: first shot they heard. Yeah, and then, man. You know,
0: and to this day, people be like, nah, that was real. Y'all just cool, and y'all try to say it was squ- Y'all
2: squashed. Yeah, there. man. Like, oh, my God, bro. I haven't heard that audio probably since good. that day. It's good. Yeah. Because, you know, someone that didn't really know, that—it's oh they would totally think that I was I can real. see why that was believable. So yeah, believable, bro. Man. You know what? Because we both took our voices in that range oh where you get mad at I each do. other like oh yeah yeah it was <laughs> you know, it was, hey, oh, it be was beautiful <laughs> it was beautiful acting too yes. I
3: like when people were like you bring me here all the time to have fun with you yes man <laughs>
0: yes man and Liz in the background screaming oh yeah. it was perfect man. yeah that, that was the it perfect, was perfect setup. man. we should have got at least an Emmy for that something yeah, radio Emmys something, or something right
2: cause nobody's pulled one like that
0: not at all bro not at all right. and listening back to that I was like okay now I understand <laughs> how people cuz you can't sit and be like, "Man, how did they believe that?" I can see why they believed yeah, it because then it went it cut. Yeah. Rock. It yeah. went
2: straight into something uh It just abruptly cut,
0: cut off and we went it, it was like somebody just pushed the button and oh it went into something like so it, it was like I a... know people had to be looking at their stereos <laughs> and there's people like, "Oh my god." Oh my if if social media was around then, oh yeah. Can you imagine? We would have been able to pull that big dog back. Yeah. We would have had to like fight
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? There's going to be a gang fight in the yeah, parking lot. Yeah, man. Oh, like, man. Meet me downstairs. We were both putting out the fire to our friends. It's like, oh, no, nah, man, God. this was just a joke. No, Ay, no, 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 no. Don't come down here. Dude, what are you like, tripping? Dude, man,
0: turn around. Turn around.
2: Ay, Jesus This is Christ. the homie. Big, you good down you there? You know what's like, funny yeah. is that we kept we kept going like, because when, when, when I left, went on the air and he was saying something and then I called back on the hotline. Oh,
0: yeah! <laughs> oh,
2: you yeah, because we, l- we, <laughs> didn't, we didn't let
0: it go then. No. And I think that was probably like a Friday. And I think we came to clear it up on like Monday. Yeah, or oh, we cleared oh, up I on Monday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. We let it breathe for a That's that wow. damn
2: Jason being a producer. Yeah, it man. was awesome. That was one of the most awesome <laughs> yeah, things. Awesome. Nobody yeah, could man. top that. Yeah,
0: it could have got me killed, but you know, just, same here, yeah. you got me. you had homies too. Yeah, man. Oh man, there it is, bro. <laughs> wow. Now, now watch. That's why I had to keep talking over this audio. Because somebody would have taken that mm-hmm. uh, and they would have yeah. been like, oh, this is, the, you know, it would have been 2023. Just recent. They, just,
1: they yes. just had this Listen beef.
0: to this. Oh, man.
3: Be real. Obviously, over the years, you see your fans reciting every lyric from you guys all the time. Is there a song that we would be surprised that you know every single lyric that's obviously not your own?
2: Oh, wow. That's a good question. There's probably several. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, like it ain't necessarily hip-hop songs either oh
3: give me that one
2: uh f- damn that's a good question you hit me l- l- it's a funny thing how that happens you know it but when someone <laughs> asks you you totally forget <laughs> it but uh probably um the led zeppelin song um i think it's the immigrant song or what is it what is it uh the one they use in the thor movie um <sighs> what oh. song is that? Um, there it is. She's googling. Yeah, no, I I know a lot of Led Zeppelin. Immigrant songs, song, yeah.
0: Immigrant song, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Is that one of those songs where you will pull up to and get valet in
2: your car and then like what the hell he listening <laughs> to? <laughs> yeah, like it, it most especially bugs people out when you're dipping in your low low and you're rocking that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All that delight. You like man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think B real would listen to like something they were going mothers were gonna sample. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no,
0: I think yeah, I yeah. think I heard something wrong from them. You
2: know, that's that's the funny thing about lowriding is that you'll see everybody has a sort of different style. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I used to rock with Lifestyle Car Club. I'm an honorary member at this point, but um, like a lot of the guys who started the club, they didn't necessarily listen to oldies. They were listening to like Pink Floyd. Yeah, and, yeah, that's crazy, know, right? Led Zeppelin, ACDC, and, and their cars when they roll up, they're most likely rolling that. You know what I mean? And some of the guys that come after them, they grew up off the oldies. And, you know, you might hear them rolling up in that. And then the generation after that, they're rolling up with hip hop and whatever they're, you know, rolling out now. You know, trap style stuff. You know what I mean? Everybody's got a sort of a different flavor.
0: Hey, Be Real, I want to play something for you. All right. And just by ear, if you know what this is, let it be known.
2: Is that a song I featured on? No, see, he don't even know. (laughs)
0: Hey, man, I don't think this is as big as what I thought it was. I think so. I think think Louis sold this to us the wrong way. Yeah, evidently, that's uh, Pornhub. Pornhub? Yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I played this for so many people and no one's got it yet.
2: I knew he introduced
0: it to me, and I'm like, I maybe they
2: don't. I think that's the last thing anybody's paid attention to when they go to Pornhub. Oh, <laughs> <true. laughs> yeah, <laughs> that could be it. That could be it, man. B- believe that. Hey, B, do you still have your
0: matter daddy that from back in the days? With what? The whole like the whole matter daddy. Do you still have that matter daddy? Yeah. The hell is that? What do you mean, matter
2: daddy? Yeah. Do you still have the matter daddy? <laughs> I don't know what that is matter daddy yeah y'all are looking at it's me crazy with... Yeah, i can look it up matter daddy you can't
0: look it up because we he would know it mm. <laughs> you got me the, on this one on the matter daddy matter daddy yes what is a matter daddy? nothing what's wrong with you <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> nothing's a matter <laughs> Nothing is a matter with me. Be real. Oh, you, you, yeah, all right. All right. I'm going to be ready for you on the yeah. next show. all right. Believe that, man. But not nah, be got- real. <laughs> Please, take it amongst your friends. You know that, what I'm saying?
2: That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. And yeah. hey, listen, it's, you know, we, we used to do this to each other all the time. Yeah. And, and oh, I man. got Joe Grande the worst. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what, do, what, what did you get Joe with? The tri tip. Oh um, yeah,
0: man. Yeah, but he likes so he he likes tri tip though. Yeah. Do you do tri tip too? I don't know. Nah. Uh, yeah, he was know, like, it, it was was a, Remember a, Joe was the Joe was in. He was like, yeah, tri tip. I love tri tip. Try the like, tip
2: of my. <laughs> d- <laughs> oh! And then Joe was like, all right. No. <laughs> hey, so my setup was, hey, uh, big. Um <laughs> and I'm I'm inviting hey, dude, I forgot I'm f- with somebody that does this. So yeah. now <laughs> I, yeah. said, I said Hey, we got this smoke out jumping off. We got all these artists. I'm plugging the smoke out uh festival, right? <laughs> I said, We're gonna have barbecue there and everything. And he says barbecue, like, yeah, we're gonna have ribs, chicken, tri-tip. You like tri-tip? And he stops. He he, right. he realizes the setup. Joe Grande goes. I love tri tip. I'm like, try the tip of my. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, Joe was like, all right, <laughs> man. Oh, man. So, so this was no, in the vein of one. that. Yeah, yeah, man. And I'm glad and that you, know you started what? it back off, bro. Because I I I'm gonna be ready for
0: you on this. I today, forgot so. who I was messing with. <laughs> yeah man yeah i'm probably gonna have to cut that out yeah because you know what i'm saying hey what do they say let the sleeping dog yeah. yeah you gotta you gotta do that that was a great setup man, I love thank you, for you that. brother that love awesome. you always man i love you period be real and thank you for coming into the neighborhood thank man
2: thanks for having me as always man, man. it is a something.
0: pleasure bro and i'm telling you man i'm a fan first been a fan for years peer as well man friend as well and I love to see what you're doing, man. And keep inspiring us, bro. And as we celebrate also 50 years of hip-hop, how can we celebrate without having you in the neighborhood as well, bro? Thank you, bro. And thank you for the many contributions that you have made to, to not just hip-hop but and not just the genre, but changing people's lives. You know what I'm saying? And I'm telling you, I've had some of the greatest times with you, and now I have a, a horrible time with you as well. <laughs> when I got into uh, the smoke box, and almost died in there. Other than that, and it's crazy, man, because you had all these great deposits. Then that one withdrawal came and it almost closed your account out with you. You know, but 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 but, but I oh, love man. you, and God knows I would. I could be walking in Phoenix, Arizona. It could be 128 degrees, and you can pull over with air coming out of the window and be like, Big, you need a ride. I am not getting in your car. <laughs> All righty. b real in oh, the neighborhood, man. ladies and gentlemen. Thank you once again, my Thank brother. Thank you, sir. There it is. And much love to you and everybody here. All the time.
5: I ain't leaving this neighborhood.
0: Big did you find a Big Boy, from Big Boy's Neighborhood on I Heart Radio. We have the most fun on your radio. What you got? So a neighbor, they were walking in their neighborhood and they were like, oh my gosh, what is that noise I hear from
1: the house? And they're like, it's a woman. She needs help. And all they hear is, ah, ah, ah.
5: Uh
4: So they
0: call the cops and they're like, so we got a call that there's a screaming woman in your house. And then he's like, sir, it's not a woman. Mm. It's my parent.
5: (laughs) If you went to brunch and just heard this.
0: Yes, yes. Give it up for the parents. Give it up for the parents. And then the lead pair to come in. Gotta love it. There it is right there, man. The things we do here. Thank you for listening. Hey, it is your partner, Big Boy, Big Boy's Neighborhood. You can catch more of us right here on iHeartRadio. It's
4: my parent!
0: Hello, it is your the Big Boy. Interested in giving back to your community while making new connections in your neighborhood?
1: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, required, prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
0: Hello, it is your partner, Big Boy. Interested in giving back to your community while making new connections in your neighborhood? Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network that empowers you to take action, contribute to local needs, and be a part of something bigger than yourself. Visit caneighbors.com to learn more about how you can get to know your neighbor and strengthen your community. Neighbor to neighbor, it takes a neighborhood. Hello.